With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more, it means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead with early access and exclusives. Binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld, there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. Welcome to Bravo Happy Hour. I'm your host, Megan O'Donnell. Grab yourself a drink and join me while I break down the week in Bravo TV news. Thanks so much for tuning into Bravo Happy Hour. Just a reminder that if you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts and give the show a five-star rating and leave a little review. It's super helpful for the show and allows for more Bravo lovers to find out about the show. Today's Thursday episode's co-host is Becky Bernstein. She's an amazing past guest who is on episode 36 and is back again today. Welcome. Hello. Thank you. So we spent the 4th of July together. We did. Like two, you know, 25-year-old girls spending the 4th of July. You'd think we'd be, you know, eating hot dogs. Tanning. Maybe by a a beach or a pool, something. Something. No. We decided to hole up in Becky's apartment Mm -hmm. and watch vintage episodes of The Real Housewives of OC and literally have like 42 meals. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) We we spent like 30 minutes on my roof. Oh, yeah. We both were like... (laughs) Maybe we should see the outdoors. Right. But I, then mm. we were hearing fireworks happening, but we also were seeing fireworks on screen with yeah. the dune buggy flip oh. in Glamis Dunes. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I just, uh, I love the pettiness of OC. I feel like I hadn't rewatched old seasons of OC for a while. So when I walked into your apartment and it was on TV, I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to tell her to shut it off. And I'm also just going to keep. Keep this up. I'm like, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to go to yeah. a party that we're getting invited to. <laughs> no, <laughs> this was so much better. And truly, like, I think, what is that, season seven or something? Like I think that? it might be like season nine. Oops. Because it was Heather Dubrow's last season because she had that oh, yeah. fight with Kelly at the Japanese food restaurant of where <laughs> Kelly calls her a cunt. Yeah. Like, <laughs> never forget. It's a great season. It's a really good season. And that made her quit. Exactly. Say hello and goodbye. Well, Heather always says in the press she would come back to the show if Kelly was off of it. Or if she got offered to come back to the show. (laughs) Right? Like, you kind of have to be offered to come back. You don't just get to come back. Right. Well, Heather Dubrow, like, is a thirst trap. She has, like, a whole YouTube channel based around her home's, like, interior design. And, like... What I don't think Heather understands is that, like, being an interior designer, like most professions, like, takes skill, like, and, like, practice. Right. Heather's home is so sterile. It's like a hospital room with, like, gold accents, like, silver accents everywhere. It's just all bad. No, yeah. They just have way too much money that, like, I honestly think I think everyone on this franchise. But, (laughs) But, like, she just keeps spending, like... The day before I saw you, there was an episode where she said that she spent, that the budget was $630,000 for the kitchen cabinets and that she was over budget for them. What? What are your kitchen cabinets made of? Pure, solid gold? I really don't understand. Like, they're closed and have food and plates inside of them. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, they have no concept of money. And for whatever reason, I kind of think Terry and Heather are two that, like, will go down in, like, 20 years and they're having, like, nothing. Even though Terry does have, like, a skill. 
Yeah. So we can't forget that. Definitely. Ultimately, at and the like, end of the day. Yes. There will always be wealthy, wealthy people ready to get plastic surgery. <laughs> so who knows? From a wash-up reality star. Right. But you never know. Some crazy publicity thing could happen, and they could lose all their money and go down. Womp, womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> well, on a lighter note, we're going to start today's show with some baby news. Baby yes. news. I feel like it's every episode. There's like more I know. It's kind of annoying. But I guess this whole entire network's based on like women. So like right. it's kind of like a natural thing. Right. Like kind of comes into uh, play pretty often. Very often. <laughs> so Ashley Darby and Michael Darby from the Real House of Potomac announced back in February that they were expecting their first child. And this past Sunday, July 7th, baby Dean Michael Darby was born at eight pounds, one ounce. I know. I love how the caption is like, this is the best day of our lives, or whatnot. I'm paraphrasing, but it was also like an explosive episode of Real Housewives of Potomac (laughs) on the same day centering them. Right? It's like, our baby is born, and then like eight hours later, like national TV, like people's jaws are dropping all around the world because literally everyone is accusing him of like sucking dick and and sexual assault. Well, no, this, don't well, worry. The, the sexual assault will come later right. in the season. I think that's starting next yeah. episode. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, I'm definitely concerned for this baby and her, and it has nothing to do with, like, the dick sucking. It's just, yeah. like, everything else we've seen about their relationship up to this point. Yeah, I don't think the cast members really understand that, like, people can have open relationships right. and still, like, be in love. Like, or, like, be bisexual. Like, I think, like, six of them were like, I just don't get it. <laughs> 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 but I mean, and a lot of them were like, I think at one point Cameron was like, being gay is cool. <laughs> like, oh. Again, like <laughs> they always trying to save themselves in like the worst way and just put the, both feet in their mouths at once because they like want to be woke. They want to be accepting of whatever Michael is. However, it's the only thing they can talk about. And then they constantly are like, he's gay. It's like, well, again, he's married to a woman. Obviously. Many a gay man has gotten married to a woman and vice versa. Yeah. However, I think they might have an arrangement. She seems Me like too. she could be like freaky and fun and like be down for whatever. Me too. And in the last episode, everyone is saying that she was like there. And she's like, I wouldn't have done that if I was there. Like, you probably were just blacked out and like you would normally react to that in the privacy of your home in that way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, but ugh, yeah. Um, I. Similarly, when I was watching the reunion for season nine of OC, same thing where Vicky like spreads the rumor where Tamara's husband is gay. And then like Vicky like turns to Andy Cohen and is like, don't worry, I love gay people and I love you. I'm like, oh my (laughs) God. (laughs) Meanwhile, they're like, you're accusing, you're disgusting. This is blasphemous. Like. They were like, he fucked you in a bathtub listening to Lady Gaga for three hours. I'm like, that's my dream. Yeah, really? Like, like what? Man. Like, I feel like that was just like, he was just like a young dude trying to like get, do whatever the fuck she wanted at like, that point. Babe, you fucking love bad romance? Yeah. I'm on the edge of glory. Like, <laughs> I'm hanging on this moment with you, babe. Like, I mean, it was a slight porno, but. Oh, yeah. That bathtub scene was like scarring. Like, obviously, like it's still like very much present in like the forefront of my brain. Me too. I feel like 
this is awful, but like possibly the turning point for Tamara's daughter to never talk to her again. <laughs> I mean, if my mom, like if, if my mom was on the show and I was like, mom, you're already exploiting me, the divorce, everything in our lives. And then you decide to like get butt naked yeah. on screen, jump in a bubble bath with your new in the middle of your boyfriend. divorce yes. while your husband is like trying to like make all these claims against you to get full custody. <laughs> And her kids were on the show at that point, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. Yeah, the Do moment you. they got in the bathtub. Yeah. Ended, ended everything. Her- <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of other baby news, Real Housewives of Atlanta star Eva Marcel revealed that her and husband, Michael Sterling, are expecting their third child, and it's a little boy. Well, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, no. no. I couldn't care at all. I know. Eva's surprisingly boring. Yeah. I remember she was, like, very petty on Top Model when I was watching, but, like, she was also, like, a young girl, like, in her early 20s, so, you know, you throw me currently yeah <laughs> on the reality show and I'd be pegged as a psycho bitch too me too <laughs> that's why I could never right on a reality show um but yes no she is and I feel like she could be petty but because she came on like when her her fiance now husband was trying to be mayor or governor or something like governor yeah um it was obviously like a publicity stunt so mm-hmm. she just had to play that like political wife. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So she's already the mom to two kids, Marley Ray, who's five, and then Todd Michael Sterling Jr. Both her kids are real cute. Granted, again, she's Mm -hmm. a top model, so those kids are going to have, like, the most beautiful green eyes. Definitely. But hey, good for them. Obviously, Portia just had her baby, Kenya just had her baby, and now another baby coming onto the mix. I feel like I like when everybody is in one phase of their life together. I think, like, now Nini has, like, way older kids where it's, like, you aren't on the same journey as Kenya. You aren't on the same journey as Portia right now. And I think, like, that's definitely going to show on screen because... You know, Nini's like dealing with like her grand. Nini's a grandma. Exactly. I just remember. Exactly. She- <laughs> <laughs> I know. And like, I was gonna say the best part about when most of them are on the same page is that there's always like one or two people that aren't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just well, like chaos. Is- oh, there's Cynthia. Obviously, her oh, daughter's yeah. in college, which like don't need to hear your daughter crying about not liking dorms. Right. Okay. Yeah. I'm like, every time somebody goes to college on any Real Housewives, it's just, like, so painful. Like, can I go back in time and you adopt me? (laughs) Kyle from the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills was like, we had to take our Christmas card. My daughter had to come home. She had to fly home. I'm like, what? She was like, she's been in school for a month, and she's been home three times from D.C. to California. Like, like, those are long flights. I don't really think that's necessary. I'm like, is that even good for, like, your social life? Or school? Oh, oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm like, socially, not good. (laughs) So I miss all of the rush parties. (laughs) Oh, God. Well, she has like five more months to go being pregnant, so it's just more pregnancy photo shoots. Definitely. You watched Potomac this week, right? Yeah. Where Monique did like the underwater photo shoot. Yes. As it was happening, I was like, trash. Yeah. The the end photos were stunning. At what? She looked like a Nike ad. I'm like, what is this? Like... It's really good. I know. It, I mean, some people have it. I guess. <laughs> it doesn't matter what is in the frame. Yeah. How I mean, horny. Yeah, her like going underwater. I was oh like, my God. what is this going to turn into? And I'm like, hey, her photographer's got vision. I know. Hopefully none of my uh, pregnant or like have been pregnant friends hear me when I say this. But like any pregnancy shoot is just like 
I mean, the, the pictures could be beautiful, but it was kind of painful to watch. I don't ever want to be on set. No. I want to see final shots. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> like, let's not get back to Phaedra's pregnancy oh, photos with the pickle. That, that will forever <laughs> be one of the most iconic things, I think, to ever come out of a housewife show. Same. Her sucking on a big pickle. Like, <laughs> is it like to say you're craving or it's like a dick motif? Like, yeah. I don't know what it is, but I love both. I, Me too. I love it. I love it too. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Go to the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram page if you want to see this photo. I've posted this literally so many times. Every time I do, people comment like, ew! God, why are you, who cares? Why are you posting this? I'm like, why hey, am I not? Excuse me. Yeah. Is this your page? It's going up on my story today. Yeah. So. Suck it. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> no, moving to totally different news. Vanderpump Rules star and ex-Real Housewives of Beverly Hills star Lisa Vanderpump and husband Ken Todd were seen real estate shopping on Melrose Avenue near Robertson Boulevard in Los Angeles, potentially looking at a new space for a new restaurant. I mean, I feel like 100% because she's bored right now. She's like, well, I don't have to film for that other show, so why not just get another money-making restaurant? Yeah, or she's going to be like, this is going to be like a special extra season of Vanderpump Rules of us making another restaurant. Or it's just like Ken literally looking at every space that becomes available to just try and open everything. I mean, why not? Like, yeah. they've definitely got something good going. No. And if you guys are interested, I had a whole Vandercrawl episode probably like three months ago. It was so good. Me and my friend went to all of their locations in Los Angeles, truly whipped it up with Vicky Gumbelson style. Uh, and it was really fun. And the episode's really funny. But again, <laughs> this ain't the point. So, obviously, Lisa has Sir Pump, Villa Blanca, and now Tom Tom. Then she opened up Vanderpump Garden in Vegas, which I am dying right. to go to. I want to plan an entire trip around, around it. it. I mean, personally, as somebody who, like, doesn't even drink alcohol, I would just take a vacation there for that. <laughs> I would drink, like, a $37, like, mixed drink Me just because I'm at the cocktail garden. I would just, like, order it and stare at it. <laughs> Throw it in someone's face. like. Yes. Like, do something very, very dramatic. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get get people, get, like, the staff talking about us. Yes, yeah. I'm like, we could be patrons or stars, stars. of the show. Stars. <laughs> we will be moved it, to Vegas. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, you two. Yeah. We don't got people like you two here. That's like, right. That's why, we, that's why we're <laughs> slinging drinks yeah. all night. All night. So the space used to be the home of this really great French restaurant called Le Relais de Entrecote. It's a really... Great restaurant. It used to be, it literally, this doesn't matter, but whatever. Like I great, want to hear about it. It was a restaurant in Paris, and then they built them in New York, and then they built them in Los Angeles, and they just closed one in New York. So yeah. now there's only one in New York. This one's closed in Los Angeles. So RIP, you guys go to the one in New York. It's on Lexington and like 48th. Yeah. It's really good. It's actually really cool. I'm like going into like my other hobby. Um, right. But they have just one thing on the menu, and it's steak and french fries. But it's unlimited. Are you serious? But it's like truly like this incredibly high quality steak and these fries are so good. And it comes with this like green sauce, like miscellaneous green sauce. It's very good. Some sort of like chimichurri or something. Yeah. It's like a very, just a big question mark with the sauces, but it's so good. But yeah, they come over with trays and they just kind of like serve you, serve you, serve you. And it's like a really nice, like high end place. So good, you guys. Definitely go if you love... A medium rare steak. I do. I'm <laughs> salivating. Me too. And speaking of Lisa Vanderpump's properties, Villa Blanca also got a facelift. Let me pull up the photo mm. for you. 
So they got some new chairs, some new decor, which I'm glad because there is nothing like a white leather chair. Oh my God. Those don't age well. No. And like you're in West Hollywood where people are covered in self-tanner or like spray tan. Like you just don't understand. No. And swamp ass. Yes. That too. I don't need, I don't need that on a chair. We can't do white chairs even in New York. You definitely can't do them there. God, no. So, yeah, they got a little facelift, too, which is definitely good because in our Vandercrawl, we talked about how Villa Blanca was definitely kind of sad. Yeah. We were, I was like, I wouldn't even take my grandparents here. Like, this <laughs> place, like, doesn't have a vibe I'm interested in. Yeah. No. But. It's very, I mean, not that I've been, but all the times I've frequented there through my television, <laughs> there's no vibe. I agree. <laughs> No vibes only. <laughs> so this week came. So this week, the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills season nine reunion trailer came out. Yes, thank freaking God. So I know they serve us with like nothing last week. Yeah, zilch. Yeah. So we're lucky right now because. Everyone was crying in the beginning. Exactly. I'm like, that, you know Bravo is just, like, doing everyone dirty when everyone, like, it's like Lisa Rinna sobbing, Kyle sobbing. Oh I'm like, God. oh, God, this is going to be so bad. I cannot so wait. It, the clip that they've been posting all over the internet is so weird. Like, it starts with, like, Andy Cohen and Anderson Cooper doing, like, an <laughs> Instagram live conversation with one another where, like, people are literally commenting on the bottom with, like, emojis and shit. And Andy's like, hey. He's like at the reunion on set. <laughs> the CNN coverage. Yeah, right. Like, yeah, like Anderson Cooper, like you were like a true journalist. What are you doing? Like weighing in on like what's going on? <laughs> Even though that's kind of the dream. Yeah, honestly, I feel like Anderson probably like, doesn't want to like make it like super known to his CNN friends that like he's a huge Bravo head, but mm-hmm. like ultimately. We all know where your loyalty is. Exactly. We're like, Loki, he is actually in a dressing room, like (laughs) chatting him, pretending to be at home. And he's been at every single reunion for the past 15, whatever years. He's like a ghost producer, like no one ever knew. And they were like, who's that random person's name on the bottom of the credits? He's actually like the ghost creator. And that's why they won't be like, created by (laughs) Anderson Cooper. (laughs) So obviously, they're talking about how Lisa Vanderpump's not there. Yet. Right. So that was the whole implication. So Andy said, she's not here yet. And then they like flash to the seat where she'd be sitting, which also was at the end of the couch, implying that it would be Kyle, mm-hmm. Erica, and then Lisa Vanderpump on the left couch. And you know Lisa Vanderpump would not sit no. the last seat of the reunion. That should be Erica's seat. Agreed. But besides the point. But at the same well, actually, time. Actually, no, I think Camille was next to it. Wait, I need to see seating arrangements. And is Camille going to be there for the entire thing since she wasn't technically a housewife this season? I think she kind of has to be. I know. Oh, okay, yeah. So it was was Camille, Erica, Lisa Renna on the left couch, and then Kyle, Teddy, Denise, Dorit on the right couch. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, I'm surprised she, Rinna wasn't next to Kyle. I feel like the two of them have been like butt buddies. I know. I, or like even Lisa and Dorit. I don't know. Well, no. Well, Dorit got no attention in this reunion. Thank Preview. God. I mean, thus she, far. Right. She should be dragged, but like otherwise, I don't really want to hear her voice, so it's fine. She should be dragged for her outfit. The that multiple too. hair clips. That Luke. That is a Luke for the ages. Like, I don't know yeah, no. what's happening there. All I know is, like, each 
hairstyle she has gets more and more offensive as cultural appropriation, (laughs) but that's fine. As her skin gets darker and darker darker every year. Yeah. So the lighting is really bad, obviously, but that's really kind of besides the point. Denise and Erica are kind of having a little spat. I think it's because I don't know why they didn't really like get along or click so well this year, but I think Erica is like, I don't give a fuck. But like she does. And yeah. Denise like really doesn't give a fuck. Right. And Erica was like super into her as like a fan when they met. So she's probably like kind of turned off because it's like, I'm going to be a fan and then I'm going to not even fuck with you as a person when I'm like hanging out with you all the time. So true. That's yeah. a really interesting way of looking at it. Cause yeah, she did come in and she was like, eh, like wild things, like, like saying her IMDb credits. And Denise is like, I've got it. Yeah. yeah. That was my life. Yeah. Like I'm famous. Don't forget it. <laughs> and then they talk about Lisa Vanderpump's lie detector. Kyle says that Lisa had done a test run before the one that was already shown on TV. <laughs> Kyle, where are you getting these receipts? I what? Know, I know. How the fuck? She's like, I called her lie detector place yeah. and I know they wouldn't lie. And she's like, my daughter's <laughs> friends, family were all there, the whole family, to get a lie detector on their gardener. Yeah. Like, what? So normal. Yeah. <laughs> like the local lie detector yeah. of Beverly Hills, the local lie detector center. They have it like at the mall, like in the grove. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, there's a moment where. Camille is confronting Teddy about not saying hi to her daughter in the airport. And then Teddy supposedly said her daughter was a fucking liar. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like funny because that's like a situation where the daughter probably saw you and Dorit's an asshole, but like she probably didn't even see the daughter. Teddy. Oh no, Teddy, yeah. Like either way. But it's like you could have easily not seen somebody like looking at you at the airport. Yeah. (laughs) It's like LAX too. It's super crowded and huge. So it's like you don't need to call somebody a liar. Like, there's a very good chance that happened, even if you're not aware of it. Also, like, Teddy is, like, a new housewife. It's not like it's her running into, you know, Lisa Vanderpump or someone who she's probably known for 10 years as they've been on the show. Right. And Camille's daughter has been on, like, one episode in the last three years. Yeah. Well, this season, we saw her as, like, a grown woman. I was like, oh, my God, she's literally, like— model tall like yeah that's, i think she is a she is a model she is there was i was gonna say like the only other time i remember seeing her was like at fashion week <laughs> they like went to see her show wherever she walked <laughs> and she's like 16 years old of the, course yeah <laughs> and he brings up mauricio's potential scamming situation where he had with that real estate deal for like millions of dollars obviously kyle gets all sorts of riled up oh, about yeah. that she did not want annie to bring that up so no. that'll be interesting because i like seeing kyle get riled up me too that excites me me too it's like I hate her, but I also love her. <laughs> Obviously, they talk about Denise is husband Aaron's big dick. Uh, it said it's larger than Kyle's shoe, and I just want to know what size shoe Kyle wears. Yeah. <laughs> it's me, me likey. Me too. <laughs> I'm also just like feel like I need to delve deeper into researching her husband because even though I know like his past marriage, like I just feel like mm, he seems kind of like a celebrity hop, huh? and also like what drugs. Is he taking <laughs> With AMC Plus, the plus doesn't just mean more. It means better. Available through the platforms you're already on, AMC Plus is a premium streaming bundle with the best of AMC, plus the complete collections of Shudder, Sundance Now, and IFC Films Unlimited. Get the latest from The Walking Dead. With early access and exclusives, binge acclaimed series like Mad Men, ad-free, and with new content dropping each week, like Gangs of London, a powerful drama about London's criminal underworld. 
there's always something fresh to check out. Sign up at amcplus.com, amcplus.com, AMC Plus, only the good stuff. For many of us, the holidays will look different this year. Family and friend reunions might not be the same, but that shouldn't stop us from feeling close. That's why I'm gifting my loved ones the most meaningful gift this year, a chance to tell their story and share memories using StoryWorth. StoryWorth is an online service that helps your loved ones share stories through thought-provoking questions about their memories and personal thoughts. It's a fun new way to engage with family, especially those you can't see in person this year. Around this time last year, I lost my grandfather, and I felt this insane guilt that I didn't ask him enough questions about his love story with my grandma, his career, his immigration journey from Italy in the 1960s, and so much more. To honor his birthday this past year, I gifted my grandma a StoryWorth membership. Every week, StoryWorth emails her a different prompt with questions you'd never think to ask, like, if you were to do it over, what would you have done differently? Or when was your first kiss? You can customize your prompts to ask anything you'd like, so I obviously had to ask, who's your favorite grandkid? Just kidding. <laughs> After one year, StoryWorth will compile all your stories, including photos, into a beautiful keepsake book that ships for free. I'm planning to order one for myself, my brothers, and my cousins so we can share our grandparents' story with our children someday. Give your loved ones the gift of spending time together wherever you live with StoryWorth. Get started right away with no shipping required by going to storyworth.com slash bravohh. You'll get $10 off your first purchase. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off. If you are anything like me, you haven't bought a single gift for anybody this year, maybe other than yourself. (laughs) This will be an amazing gift for anybody who is looking for that last minute gift that doesn't involve shipping costs and will be something that you can pass down to your families for generations. That's storyworth.com slash bravohh for $10 off you guys and you get a deal look at that because Richards they're so relaxed I feel like it's a mixture between like tequila good dick and marijuana and maybe a little Xanax oh a lot (laughs) (laughs) but like I feel like he takes more Xanax than her he is so chill. Like it's weird. for someone who like married her, like after like how long did they know each other? I feel like it was like, it was a like f- they, yes months. I months? think she said. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah we're getting married. I'm like, yeah. this is a dream. Like, and like she said that somebody suggested her to him, and then somebody made a joke that it was like for the dick, and she like didn't answer. And I was like, okay. He's <laughs> like your point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, at this point, she like, you know. Has money, probably is just like a cool <laughs> chick looking for like a hot guy to be there. And obviously, like, he loves her kids. Yeah, no, and he it's definitely clear does. as day. So I'm like, I like this guy, you know? Yeah. I don't think he has a real job. Meaning that that's what I'm saying. I'm like, he's, what was happening at his job? I honestly think he's just like fucking rich ladies, which like more power to you. But he's definitely not doing Reiki or whatever she no, said. No, 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 no. Yeah. Does he call himself a doctor? I would really not want I that. Don't, I don't know. I swear it was like some holistic thing. It's like a Dr. Phil kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Like not a doctor or are you a doctor? Or my personal favorite phrase that I just learned from uh vintage OC, which was non-cologist. Oh! <laughs> that show has so many gems. Yeah. Non-cologist. <laughs> the girls all wore some interesting outfits. Denise's dress, definitely not my fave. It's like no. a brown number. Again, I'll post this on Bravo Happy Hour's Insta. <laughs> Erica is rocking this hairdo that... Ages her like she's yeah. beautiful, obviously, but she's looking definitely more Erica Girardi more so than Erica Jane. One hundred percent, she's got like 
low-key Dallas hair. <laughs> yeah, totally. And Denise, I honestly am starting to think, looking at this photo, that, like, one of the producers is, like, playing off of her, like, having slightly less style than yeah. the rest of them, and they, like, told her the wrong theme for this because she's wearing, as you'll see on the photo, a brown sack. <laughs> and um, everyone else is in blue and green. Yeah. So I kind of feel like at this point, somebody's fucking with her. Yeah, that looks like an outfit you'd wear to to like, I don't know, like a work holiday party, yeah. not like the reunion for your no. first season. No, or I like just when it's hot out. Lisa Renna's wearing a gorgeous, like, sea foamy green moment, Love and her. her hair. She looks so good. Looks and she real changed good. the Lisa Renna haircut, too. Which is good. Yeah. It's like you don't re- have to rock the same look for 35 years. Like, we're still gonna remember you in that haircut, don't worry. <laughs> we'll still remember the lips <laughs> and the bangs. Oh, the bangs. Well, remember when it was like she was being accused of wearing a wig? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a wig. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, definitely. But I do wonder if she like actually is wearing a wig with that hair. I know because it's always like perfectly the same. It's yeah. been the exact same look for 30 years. And not like the haircut, like the style and yeah. like the, the height of it yeah. and everything. Like just things that should change. <laughs> Should change, period. Like minute by minute, but that's fine. <laughs> Kyle is wearing a neon dress. The dress is okay. Yeah, I kind of like it. her hair has the extensions. It's giving me Sheena Shea vibes mm-hmm. from last season of Vanderpump Rules, where it's just like so much curly hair. It's, and also, like, a lot of gel. Like, the kind yeah. that I would wear in, like, eighth grade. Crunchy. Yeah, yeah, I like, don't want to touch Scrunching yeah. your hair, I think, right? Yeah. yeah, and then, like, putting a blow dry to it, so it's like... Hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I put Elmer's glue in my yeah. hair this way. <laughs> it's the only way to keep it, you know, the curls, you know? Exactly. So I really liked when she cut her hair. This season, I thought Kyle looked beautiful. Yeah. I thought this was a really good season for her. Obviously, she's got her new teeth. She cut her hair finally, which right. was much needed. But I wish she was doing like a short little, the shortcut she just has. Me too. So I think it's really flattering on her. I don't know. People on TV always are like, I'm freaking out about cutting my hair. They cut like three inches and they're like, I love it. But they like are always wearing extensions that are like another foot. Yeah. (laughs) I don't really love it that much. Right. Teddy looks absolutely fine. She's got (laughs) – there's like no adjective to really use. She's wearing a black sequin dress, whatever, pretty. Her hair, obviously extensions and – she looks truly the same. And, yeah. and then the woman of the hour, Dorit. Of course. They're big tits. Like, <laughs> I can't, like, I oh mean, God. And the she clips. can't help, the, like, she has big tits, that's fine. But, like, they're really. They're really in your face. Yeah, they're in her face. Yeah. <laughs> and it's coming from somebody who has had really bad, big boobs in their life. <laughs> I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I currently am dealing with that. Yeah. It's a constant <laughs> thing I hate. Exactly. Like, put them as fuck close yeah, to my body as possible. Right. She's wearing, like, a mirror-looking dress. And then, again, so many hair clips. And I'm going to post a close-up mm-hmm. of this on the bra. Mm-hmm. Happy Hour Insta because this was terrifying. I need therapy after seeing this. Truly. And like, I guarantee that one clip that she wears in every look that says dripping. Yeah. 
I'm just, I can't. First, you're American and you're white. Like, she, she's got the accent and now the skin, yeah. the look. I don't know. She's just, like, really Drip in trouble. In. Yeah. <laughs> well, Camille actually ended up posting back on July 6th a bunch of Twitter things, kind of shitting on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, which I loved. She said, what's, oh, yeah. mis- what's missing in this group is... What's missing in this group is the essence of true friendship. You don't kick someone when they're down. You don't hold them accountable when they're you don't hold you don't hold them accountable because there are struggles with their personal turmoil. What the fuck does that even mean? Then she ends up saying, They were holding me accountable for petty slights at a time I was going through grave hardships. They were mad at me for not falling in line with their vendetta against LVP. It's a contrived vendetta when Dorit was responsible for the dog. I don't know why she's playing the victim and the coven is going along with it. Yes! <laughs> I know. Please. I know. Saying what we want to fucking hear. I know. Although, I gotta love when, like, any baby boomer uses Twitter. It's like an extension of Trump. But- oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, they don't know. Like, I also skipped, like, six different tweets where she's correcting her own grammar. Right. It's just they like one are. word. They are. <laughs> yeah, like, that is just the only difference between these two is a capital T. <laughs> and people are retweeting it. I I love that. I'm going to do that later. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but what she has to say, I mean, I agree. I don't think there's many real friendships in any real housewives, but I, do, I think, I mean. I think New York has some. Yeah, I will say, I feel like a lot of them actually have known each other since before mm-hmm. and were actually friends. And Dallas. Right. And Jersey. Well, definitely Jersey. Well, they're fa- family. Family. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just don't want Caroline Manzo to come back so bad. Me too. But anyways. Bring us our queen me. back. Yes. <laughs> I think Camille has earned her diamond for next season. Make her a full-time housewife. I know. Like, what I don't get is they 100% choose who is a housewife after they film. And she carried this season. So how is she not a housewife this season? It's weird. It's really weird. And obviously, I think she might not want to film with the husband a lot. Right, right. Which I understand. I mean, the few times he has filmed have been disastrous, yeah. to say the least. You're such a cunt, Camille. <laughs> you stupid cunt. I'm like, what? He's like, uh, yeah, we can get married on TV because they're paying for it. Right. But, like, that's as far as it goes. But I also liked how they were like, you can film all of the things happening around the wedding, but not the ceremony and right. not the party, the actual right. event. Right. And during, like, the behind-the-scenes episode, they, like, delved more into the Hawaii stuff. Because I'm like, that is a really beautiful, fun trip. Like, yeah. I wanted more. Yeah, I didn't too. need to see a freaking wedding, even though I do cry at any <laughs> wedding on television. It could be... Anyone I hate. Jackson Brady, I will cry 100%. Oh, I mean, I just know that I'm going to cry whatever I watch. It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> Anything will trigger a tear. Yeah. <laughs> well, moving coast, Real Housewives of New York star Ramona Singer is trying to convince producers to get her BFF, Sheila Rosenblum, to join the cast of the Real Housewives of New York. So Ramona is hoping that having Sheila on the show will replace Tinsley Mortimer, right. which is such a law. Like, why is Ramona going after Tinsley? Because Tinsley takes her men. Exactly, exactly. And also, like, isn't Ramona slightly, like not secure on her position right now. I feel like I've read, like, rumors about them trying to recast her. I feel like they say that, but that would be... I mean, crazy. I I would, like, go to 30 Rock and knock on (laughs) the producer's doors at Bravo and be like, who do I have to talk to? I mean, she would definitely be there for the vacation still. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) She'd just show up like Jill Zarin at that one. Yeah. (laughs) It's like... (laughs) 
Go to the show up at the Caribbean and meet you there. (laughs) So this Sheila Rosenblum broad is a former Ford model and ballerina who is now successful (laughs) all woman owned horse syndicate owner. Supposedly, Jill Zarin rides horses there. She has a stable called Lady Sheila Stable. <laughs> Everything in this sentence, I'm just like, what does that mean? Woof, woof, woof. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so supposedly, Rose and Bloom said she'd only be on the show if they can feature her at the stables of and course. make that kind of her storyline. Of course. Like, don't really need a horse girl. No. I don't do well with horse girls. We already have so many horse girls. Lisa Vanderpump. Teddy. Ugh. Ariana from yeah, oh my Vanderpump. God. She's quintessential horse girl. Yeah, she is quintessential horse, girls horse are just girl. Just like that girl. I don't. I don't want to be me. No, I definitely it's all my have horse girls out there. Yeah, I have friends who are who were horse girls, or I guess maybe still are out there. Who knows? <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> Gotta reach out to them. You still ride horses? Yeah, I got thrown off a horse when I was little once. No, never again. That'll do it for you. Yeah, I've never been on a horse, and I don't think I ever will go on one. No. I, I just don't like the idea of being on like. A really big animal that can just yep, buck you off at any moment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's too that that leaves way too much control into another animal's life. Needless mm-hmm. to say, they are beautiful. Yeah, no, they're pretty. I wouldn't touch one. And either. what is more white opulence than horses? Especially when you live in New York City and somehow have a stable. <laughs> Seriously, that stable's out in the Hamptons, of course. <laughs> so she's reportedly won millions of dollars with her horses. The main ones are Le Verdad and Hot City Girl. I know. <laughs> Okay. I fuck with Hot City Girl. Same. That's gonna, that's my new name. Yeah. Hot City Girl Summer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so my favorite thing about this Sheila girl is in 2016, her and her ex-husband, who is this big, rich dude, were getting divorced. And he had to pay her an extra $11 million because he forgot to sign the divorce papers. When I read that, I was like, who is her lawyer? I don't need one right now, but I want him. (laughs) Yeah. That is something I truly love. Like, oh, here's $11 million because my dumb fuck husband couldn't even sign the papers. That's so legit. Like... Everyone right now, remember, if you ever get divorced, that that's a thing. (laughs) Just in case somebody forgets to sign. So, hey, I mean, bring her on the show. I don't need them to replace anyone. No, but I I I actually don't even want them to touch the The cast. The cast, yeah, no, I don't need any change. Well, Barbara. But Barbara's, like, position is definitely, like, they're, they're trying to fill it, but it's, like, it doesn't need to be filled. Right. Although, I wouldn't mind Jill being brought back. Yeah. So many people who come on the show, when I ask them up front, I'm like, who do you want to I know. They're like, Jill. Only because she literally was at many parties that were featured this season, and they just straight up didn't show her on camera. <laughs> it was sad. She, like, uh, talked to Page Six, obviously, about, like, her filming, and she said, she was like, I invited all of the girls to my birthday, and the cameras, and no one came. Oh, my like, God. what? Like, <laughs> That is so sad that, like, she, her party didn't get, like, picked up in page six. Like, the post-party sadness That is. is. And also, why did she say that? <laughs> why did she tell people? Keep your mouth shut, Jill. <laughs> well, speaking of other things happening in New York, Countess Luann Deliceps is now being accused of ripping off designs from Betsy Johnson. Let me pull up the photos for you. So... It's this very tacky necklace, a <laughs> royal engagement heart. Luann, it's hard to describe a necklace. 
Again, I'll post it on the Bravo Happy Hour Instagram. A statement necklace. It's certainly. It's very Countess Luann statement necklace vibe. So it's like a heart with a leopard red motif. Which is like been (sighs) Betsy Johnson's thing. I I literally have that, like a necklace with that leopard (laughs) thing from like my like birthday from 14 years old or something (laughs) from somebody I like don't know who would give me like here, like, give this girl in your class Betsy Johnson, Julie. Thanks. But, like, <laughs> I seriously have that, and that was, like, 10 years ago. <laughs> There's a crown beja- bejazzled. <laughs> There's a bedazzled crown in the center, and then, like, a sh- pearls around the heart, and then, like, a funky-looking chain. And Luann's is literally basically the exact same thing as the Betsy Johnson yep. one. Yep. Granted, you know Luann's not, like, sitting with the designers, like, no. in Midtown being like, we gotta sketch out the new Countess collection. No, definitely not. And I will say, like, isn't that that original? Like, it, I'm gonna sound like an ass, but it's jewelry. Like, so exactly. there's only so much originality you can have. Totally. And, but at the same time, like, that is straight up the same necklace. <laughs> I... Don't think she's going to be selling this at her Countess Luann no, shows. I don't think it's not. getting getting sold at Countess and Friends. No, I loved that they were showing like at on the most recent episodes that she was like selling merch at like the merch tables, mm-hmm. and it was like the candles, and then just like her statement necklaces. And Sonia's like, "Oh, I forgot to wear mine." And, hers, and then Luann's assistant got really nervous and was like, "Don't worry, we'll just give you the one on display right now." Yeah. I'm like, what is she going to do if she finds out that Sonia didn't wear the necklace? Sonia's like, "Great." She throws it off. Yeah. Sonia's a good time girl. Like, yeah. she's fun as fuck. <laughs> Sonia's the best. <laughs> well, I hope Luann doesn't get any uh, more shit for this. Hopefully. Mm. She I doesn't mean, need another strike on the record. Yeah, they're literally named the same thing. Just, we also <laughs> need to say that. Like, they're pretty much named the same thing. On the 10-year anniversary of Watch What Happens Live, it was so good. Like, Andy was talking to John Mayer, and I, I can't think it was Andy was saying, he was like, well, how, or someone asked, I don't know what the context was, but Andy was talking to John and was like, oh, how, when was the first time you ever heard about Countess Luann? He was like, well, um, Andy one time saw me wearing a large necklace and told me, asked me if I was wearing a Countess Luann statement necklace. <laughs> I was like, yes. I love it. I love having John Mayer like in the Bravo sphere. It's, yeah. It's really, really. Absolutely. A, a needed change. Absolutely. Mix it up. Even though I, I, could do without all the Chrissy Teigen love. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But I could do with, like, John Mayer being on a reality show because, I mean, there are rumors, but, like, I've heard some crazy stories about John Mayer, and I want to see, like, a reality show. I mean, he must be crazy, the whole sexual napalm thing with Jessica Simpson. Like, what the fuck does that Mm -hmm. mean? Like, she's so sexual, she'll kill you. Like, is that (laughs) it? Like, is that it? And then the fact that, like, her team literally got that, like, redacted from Rolling Stone. Yeah. You cannot find the article anywhere. I've literally tried so hard. Like, yeah. Need I mean, <laughs> she deserves that, though, like, to get that redacted, I feel yeah, like. Yeah, right? Like, sorry that your butt hurts. Kind of like, I don't know if, the, who is that? Not Toby. Moby. Moby. Moby and Mo- Natalie Portman. Yeah. He's like, of course we friggin' dated. She's like, you You're, I was 17 and yeah. you were scaring me. Yeah. <laughs> and in the picture, you could tell she's like completely physically like still. Exactly. Like there's like no light behind her eyes. I'm exactly. like, she's not happy. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> 
And then moving on to the last story of the night, also staying in New York, Real Housewives of New York star Bethany Frankel is now being written about in a new book about her stepfather, John Paricella. He was a really famous horse trainer. And this woman, Denny Dressman, wrote a book from the streets of Brooklyn to trainer in the stars. Like, what? Like, who is like, let me write this book. And who is picking it up and reading it? <laughs> You're True. looking at her. I mean, yeah. Like, You're besides people yeah. that are obsessed with Bethany and Real Housewives. Exactly. So supposedly this book is obviously going to talk about Bethany and her childhood and how he was as a father. Bethany's mom, uh, Bernadette Burke, also contributed to the biography saying basically that he just paid for the best schools for Bethany and made sure he went to all her school shows. Dude, this is so fucked up. <laughs> Obviously, then Bonnie admits that he uh, had beat her for years, offering excuses that he drank too much, was a habitual drug user, and then the mom did claim that he never touched Bethany. Which she has said, but that doesn't matter. That doesn't negate all the other things that Bethany as a young child had to deal with, just because it didn't happen to her physically. Right, and like, what a tired ass, like, excuse. Like, she didn't have a hard life. She went to good schools. So, what? Just because you could pay for someone to go to school, which they have to go to school, right, doesn't negate any of your behavior. Dude, it's so... I, I truly feel bad for, like, having to relive your childhood trauma and a book, and, like, it's trying to be negated. Yeah, and also, like, she wasn't... She had no personal comments in the book, but they took quotes from her from the show, right. which talked about her childhood, which right. is fucked up, too, and it's just exploitative. Totally. So a source told Page Six that Bethany weathered a lot... Through her tough childhood, she grew up, unfortunately, in a household with a lot of physical and mental abuse, alcoholism, drugs, and a gun. Her stepfather would beat her mother, and Bethany would often have to call the police. Like, no child should be calling the police on her parents, Right. period. And we've heard, like, so many other things, too, like, worse than that on the show, that the extent that it went to. Oh, God. I mean, this book is probably going to be trash. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like, who really is the reader? You have to be a fan of Bethany to be interested in this book. I mean— I don't know. I feel bad. I definitely don't like any of this. But supposedly Bethany, a couple years ago, gave him some money. Right. And then he gambled away on college basketball. Then this piece of shit, John, claimed that the money was a payment on a loan he had given Bethany at one point. Not the other way around. Either way, it doesn't look like they'll be rekindling their relationship. Definitely not. Definitely not. And she shouldn't. Like, why? Who? what the fuck does she owe? This stepfather who beat the fuck out of her mother. Right. Right. Like, she... mm, You don't have to talk to him. Yeah. And the mom, too. Honestly. Oh, no, I don't definitely don't think she has a relationship yeah. with her mom. It's like, but her mom can go and do this. Yeah, exactly. The mom's like, no, I will give a statement to page six of the book. Like, don't give a fuck about You that. are my granddaughter. No, 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 no. Well, she actually posted a picture. Bethany did actually- see each other, right? Wasn't that the season that she said that they saw her, like, last season? But then, like... She and then she decided, like, while they were together, that it wasn't a good idea to like rekindle or something. I feel like that is yeah. a thing, but I forgot. Yeah, no, it was kind of boring, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's like juicy as fuck, but also because I feel like Bryn was like, Do I have a grandma? Right. Like, do you have a mom? Right. Which, like, obviously comes up because they spend so much time with Jason's parents. Right. Bethany did post a photo of Bryn where she showed her face on Instagram, though, which oh, really? she hasn't done in so long, yeah. which I thought that was interesting. I'm like, I wonder what changed because uh jason is like really strict about her like only posting like headless shots right? <laughs> <laughs> i looked 
not men. Yeah, right? Yeah, just get the fuck off your phone. Well, for a while, Bethany was posting so often, and sometimes you'd hear Brandon be in the background like, stop recording and put your phone down. Oh, my I'm like, God. Oh, my God. This poor kid. It's so hard to be a parent now. I can't even imagine, like, you know, how do you try to tell your kid, like, don't sit on your phone all day, like, while you, you are. are. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, mm, that's a little... <laughs> difficult and I don't want kids anytime soon. Mm, same. Well, Becky, thank you so much for coming on. Where can people find you and follow you and see all your cool photography? Mm, on Instagram. <laughs> and I'm going to spell it right this time. <laughs> N-T-U-R-H-N-N-Y you've is been, my handle. You've been doing some awesome shoots lately. Well, thanks. It's the summer, you know. You got time. Mm. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Bravo Happy Hour. If you're loving the show, head to Apple Podcasts to leave a quick review and a five-star rating. And while you're at it, head to Instagram and follow at Bravo Happy Hour to talk with fellow listeners on the episode's discussion posts. Also, feel free to shoot me an email at bravohappyhourpod at gmail.com with any super juicy gossip or just to say hi. Be sure to tune in every Monday and Thursday for more of your favorite Bravo-related news. 